I am Kel, and welcome to the first episode of Kel Tells. This podcast used to be called Kel's Watch and Tell, but the name was just entirely too long, and I got tired of typing it in emails and in the YouTube, you know, just tired of typing that long name. So I shortened it down. It is Kel Tells. Now, um, if you were a previous subscriber to the show, I would suggest go to keltales.podbean.com or whatever podcatcher that you use and resubscribe to the show. Um, you could just search Keltales and it'll come up. It's on iTunes or any Android catcher that you have. And you can go ahead and find it there. You still should be able to listen to all of the previous episodes. I believe I fixed that. So um, keep a lookout. Uh, you know, if you want to look uh, listen to the older episodes, you can go ahead and do that. But for today, um, my first episode back, I will be reviewing Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald. Here is the trailer, just in case you don't know what I'm talking about. Address. What's that? A safe house in Paris. Why would I need a safe house in Paris? Should things at some point go terribly wrong, it's good to have a place to go. You know, for a cup of tea. My brothers. My sisters. The clock is ticking faster. My dream. We who live for truth, for love. The moment has come to take our rightful place in the world where we wizards were free. Join me. Or die. The wizarding and non-wizarding worlds have been at peace for over a century. Grindelwald wants to see that peace destroyed. You want me to hunt him down? To kill him? Dumbledore, why can't you go? I cannot move against Grindelwald. It has to be you. You don't suffer from motion sickness, see? I don't do well on boats. You'll be fine. <laughs> Do you know why I admire you, Nick? You do not seek power. You simply ask, is the thing right? The time's coming when you're gonna have to pick a side. No, I don't do sides. What are you gonna do? I think it's something. Mute, you never met a monster you couldn't love. Let's take him. That's your brother? I think that might have been the best moment of my life. Okay. So this movie... Um, of course, it's a part of the whole Harry Potter cinematic universe series or whatever you want to call it. It's a baby of J.K. Rowling. Um, it was released by WB um, Studios and Heyday Films. Um, this is the second movie. 
in his um second out of five, which hmm, I I got some feelings about that. But you can find it is playing now in theaters everywhere. The release date is actually today on the 16th. I actually watched this. I went to a fan event on Tuesday where I first watched it, me and my daughters. And then I watched it again last night, um, Thursday. So I've seen it twice already. Um, the movie runtime is two hours and 14 minutes, which is pretty on par with the Harry Potter franchise. The budget for this film is two was was two hundred million dollars, and of course, right now since it is the official opening date, and I'm, we don't really have like the current earnings or anything as far as yet. The director of this film is David Yates, and he is the, he was the director of the final four Harry Potter films and the previous. Uh, Fantastic Beast film. So they all have that similar feel. And of course, J.K. Rowling wrote the screenplay for this movie, which I have some issues with that as well, because there's some things in there. I was like, really? Is this low? I mean, is this canon? But I'm not going to talk about it. this is actually going to be a very spoiler free review because of the fact that it's such a has such a huge fan base. I don't want to spoil anybody going in to see in the movie I'll probably revisit it within a couple weeks because there's a lot of things in this movie that I kind of really want to talk about but um as far as how it's been received right now the Rotten Tomatoes score audience score is at um for the critic score is at a 44 percent and the audience score is at a 76 percent so take that how you will Audience score, of course, right now is mostly going to be fans that probably went out and saw the saw it at the screeners or saw it at the um, fan events. So we're giving it a 76%. Take that or leave it. Um, as far as the cast, of course, we have Eddie Redman coming back as Newt Scamander, um, Catherine Waterson playing Tina, Dan Fogler as Jacob, Allison Sadul. As Queenie, Ezra Miller comes back as Credence, um, Zoe Kravitz as Lita Lestrange, um, and I think uh, that's all of the old cast and the newer people. We have Callum Turner as Theseus Scamander, which is uh, Newt Scamander's brother, Claudia Kim as Nagini, uh, William, oh, I'm gonna butcher this, Nadialum as Yusef Kama. Jude Law as Dumbledore and Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. And Johnny Depp did do um, a short, brief stint in the previous movie. At the very end, he turned into Johnny Depp. But um, in this movie, he is full Johnny Depp. Well, he's Johnny Depp Grindelwald throughout the whole thing. Um, The film synopsis is, of course, in an effort to thwart Grindelwald's plans of raising... Uh, pure-blood wizards to rule over all non-magical beings. Albus Dumbledore enlists his former student, Newt Scamander, who agrees to help, unaware of the dangers that lie ahead. Lines are drawn as love and loyalties are tested, even among the truest friends and family, in an increasingly divided wizarding world. So that is the synopsis. That is the basic information that I've gotten off the line about this movie. Now, let me tell you my thoughts about it. First, I want to talk about the stuff that I really liked about the movie. 
Um, Crime to Grindelwald. It was a fun ride. I mean, it, it kind of captures some of the magic that was the Harry Potter films. Um, we have some beasts in there as well because, you know, Fantastic Beasts. Um, but all in all, it was a fun ride. It was funny. There was action. It was pretty good. Um, there is a huge, huge surprise at the end. And this is something that I really want to get, delve more into. But with, I can't do that without spoiling. I like, I can't even say what the surprise is or what it's pertaining to without it being a spoiler. So I'm not going to touch that at all. Just know that, you know, don't go to the bathroom the last couple of minutes because there's something that you have to see. Um, as far as the acting in the movie, the acting was all really good, really. I don't think there was anybody's acting that I completely didn't like or didn't think fit. Um, Dumbledore, Jude's Law's Dumbledore, I, I am on board with that. He played Dumbledore almost like he played him great for me um you know he had that soft-spoken calm nature that Dumbledore is used to not like Goblet of Fire we ain't gonna talk about that but you know um but he was really good as Dumbledore and I, I look forward to seeing him in the following movies Ezra Miller was also great um playing Credence his um his story is interesting to say the least. Um but as far as his acting, I mean he it it wasn't a wide range of acting he had to do, but as far as portraying his character and then maybe how his character would act, I felt like he did a pretty good job. Um Johnny Depp was actually okay in his role as Grindelwald. He didn't overact. He wasn't, you know, outrageous or crazy he played it played it very very well I guess um you know it's hard when you see Johnny Depp you see him as this as because he usually plays these over-the-top characters um you know very goofy very you know twitchy or whatever like that but in this movie he was able to restrain all that and just play this you know evil wizard coming to power and I think he did a very good job at toning down his Johnny Deppness to be Grindelwald so I really enjoyed that um the emotion in this film is very well um there are a lot of I want to say it's very is it's a couple of emotional beats in this movie where the actors and the way they portray it you actually kind of feel that emotion that's going on um Jacob and Queenie's story I actually that was probably the best part of the movie for me and it's not even like a overarching story throughout the movie like they're like their story is kind of like the I want to say B or C story but I felt like, you know, it made me feel emotions. So that's all I'm going to say on that. I really love the Jacob and Queenie part. Um, the things I did not like about this movie. First of all, 
there was um with the Jacob and Queenie part, I really love that addition to the movie, but there was another storyline which I'm not going to elaborate on, but there was another storyline in the movie that I think they could have cut out altogether and it could have been the same movie, I'm not sure. I just it bored me during those moments, I would say. Um also Tina, in my opinion, she's a very flat character or and I can't, it's been a, such a long time since I've seen the first Fantastic Beast movie. Um, so I can't remember her character in that movie. But as far as her in this movie, she seemed very flat. Like, like she was kind of phoning it in to me from what I can guess. I mean, she, she's almost, She's almost a cat. I mean, I don't, uh, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I didn't really care for Tina in the movie. Um, the movie was more a Grindelwald movie than it was a Fantastic Beast movie. Of course, you did have your Fantastic Beast. You had Niffler in there and some of the other ones we've seen from the first movie. And then we had some newer ones, but it almost felt like the beasts were kind of like put in there just to say, oh, this is a Fantastic Beast movie. We have to have beasts. But the stories did not, I mean, they were kind of like afterthoughts to me. The story was really a Grindelwald story, which, I mean, you could say the first one was the same thing. The, the first one was kind of a Credence Grindelwald story, and then you had Fantastic Beasts in there. I guess it's the same thing. You have to have more story than just the actual beast. So, but the beast, you know, the CGI and the beast were pretty good. I really enjoyed that. Um. They packed a whole bunch into this movie and that could be good. Like, you know, Infinity War packed a lot in the movie. Everybody had their own shine and everything like that, but it worked well. I think in this movie, it kind of got a little convoluted to where it was just too much. And the fact that, like I said, this is number two of five. I felt like they packed it as if it was two of three. And it was just a little bit too much in the movie that they, I felt like they could have spread out. But, and then the movie gave me homework. Like I literally, after watching the movie, I'm like, okay, I have to research this because this is confusing. So, you know, those are really my gripes about it. I know it's hard to kind of say what I'm saying without spoiling, but you know, those were my gripes about it. I do, um want to go ahead and revisit this movie because like I said there's a lot to unpack especially with this universe having such elaborate backstory and like canon um there's some things that come up in this movie that kind of go against that and so I really want to have a conversation about those um I want to elaborate and have a conversation about those things. But however, I want to give people time to go out and watch it. So that way, whatever I say is not a spoiler. So I probably in a week, two weeks, maybe two weeks, I'll come back and do a spoiler episode just to cover the things that I really want to like touch on. But as far as that, that is my review for Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. If I, for my rating of this movie, I will rate it a four out of five. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's just some of those gripes just kind of didn't push it to a five. 
But um, it still was a really good movie. So if you haven't already gone out to go see it, I say if you're a huge Harry Potter fan, go out. Especially if you're a Harry Harry Potter fan, I I I really want you to go out and see it. Especially for like that twist, because like that is something that rocks the whole canon, like it, the whole fan base. So I would say go see it if only just for that. Um. Please like my Facebook page and you can leave a comment at facebook.com slash Um, If you have seen the movie and you want to talk about it, I could probably post a spoiler thread so that way other people can talk about it and we don't have to wait a couple weeks. Um, you can also follow and tweet at me at, on Twitter at KelltellsPod. Um, I am working on figuring out a series to cover for my patron only episodes, which will be, um, I have two ideas in mind. One idea will be a monthly episode, which you can get access for a dollar a month. And then others will be like, um, uh, shows like I've done in the past cover whole shows. Um, that'll be $5 a month to get those weekly episodic ones. Um, but that will be, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out that schedule. I know I will cover the last season in Game of Thrones, but of course that is not until April. So I'm going to figure out something to cover in between now and then. Um, if you have any suggestions, uh, you could just let me know on Facebook at the facebook.com slash pod or on Twitter at pod K-E-L-L-T-E-L-L-S-P-O-D. Um, just let me know if it's something I'm not watching or something that you feel needs more discussion, just let me know and I'll see if I can fit that in. All right. And if you like the show, please subscribe in your podcast, uh, podcatcher, iTunes, wherever, uh, that way you can get new episodes when they drop. You can always share this episode out to other people so you can get other people listening. Um, if you rate me on iTunes, any five star reviews I receive, I will read in the next episode. And I do want to thank you for listening to this episode of Kel Tells and uh, check back for the next episode coming soon. All right. Bye bye.